From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Hour number two of the program, and uh, this hour we're going to talk a lot of Packers chatter coming up. And uh, you got a good game coming up this weekend for the Green Bay Packers, as a matter of fact. Packers uh, on the road taking on the Colts. If they get a win over the Colts, it would be what's considered to be a signature win. They've already beaten New Orleans in New Orleans, and now they've got the Colts, who are above 500, sitting at 6-3 and three right now. The Packers at 7-2, and two, the top spot in the NFC. They go down to Lucas Oil Field this weekend, because after that, then you got to go to Chicago. You got the, or excuse me, then you got the Bears coming to Lambeau Field. And you really don't have that considerable tough game until you get Tennessee coming coming into town at the end of the season, and then you have to go to Chicago to kind of round things out. But that being said, let's bring in our uh, our insider, our guy, like uh, right now. Let's go to Ryan Wood. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, so, Ryan, uh, they get a win on the road here against Indianapolis. Can we finally say that would be a signature win this season? I would count New Orleans, and I think you said in the lead-in, uh, that, that's a signature win right there. But this would be another one. And the big thing for the Packers is if they win this game, you can start talking about when are they going to lose next. Because as you, know, as you look at the schedule, there's just a lot of, of winnable games past, past this one. And this is a winnable game, too. But um, this, you know, Frank Reich said it yesterday that this Packers offense is going to be the best defense or the, the best offense that his defense has, has faced uh, so far this season, I think on the other side, you know, the, the the Packers are they've seen a defense like this. They 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 got they got beat bad by Tampa Bay, a very similar defense. Matt Lafleur said yesterday that this Colts defense looks a lot like that 49ers defense from last year. There's so much speed, especially in that defensive front. This Packers offense has really struggled to block up speed in a defensive front. So this is another test for them, another chance for them to to kind of iron that out um, and really measure where they're at because after this, there's a lot of very, very winnable games coming up. The Packers, we're looking at history. I don't know if people realize that uh, the first team in NFL history to average 30-plus points per game with five or fewer turnovers in the first nine games of the season. Um, do we expect this to continue? Just uh, Again, you go back to a very fast, very powerful defense. that, And watching what they did to Derrick Henry and company in Tennessee last Thursday night and coming off of somewhat of a, quote, mini-buy, that was an impressive win, probably their best all-around game of the season in Indianapolis. So uh, for the Packers to win offensively, key or two, what do you think needs to happen? Well, they've got to block up that defensive front first and foremost. They've struggled against faster defensive fronts over the past year and a half. And this, with the Force Buckner, with Darius Leonard, with Justin Houston, this is a very, very fast defensive front that the Colts have. Um, but beyond that, you know, everyone's going to be looking at this Packers offense versus Colts defense matchup, and rightly so. But 
let's not forget on the other side of the ball, it's a very good Colts offensive line and a team that's very much dedicated to the run game against the Packers defensive line that outside of Kenny Clark just doesn't have a whole lot of depth. And, and that's, that's going to be a tough matchup for, for the Packers. And then no one ever talks about special teams, but last week you, you had the Colts scoring a, a touchdown on a blocked punt and you had the Packers giving up a punt return, 91 yards for touchdown. Special teams could be very, very big in this game as well. Um, and so uh, certainly Sean Menanga has a lot to, to, to get in order before going against a very good special teams unit in the Colts. And, and can they stop the run it is going to be a, a big, big question against this Colts offensive line. I uh, I like uh, the Packers' defense as the, you know, the talk is, are they getting better? Are they trending in the right direction? However, we can talk all we want, but, they, I mean, the bottom line is they they, they got to tackle better. The linebacker play still has to be better, and they've still got to figure out how to get pressure, more consistent pressure on quarterbacks. Now, Phillip Rivers is not a runner, so at least they can come after him, right? If you figure if they get a couple of stops, they can come after Phillip Rivers and really kind of harass him if they do this correctly. They can, but with Phillip Rivers, the, the challenge is, is getting to him before he releases the ball. He's got such a quick release. Yes. And, and, you know, he, he, you look at the game last year when he was with the Chargers and, and, and having 108.3 passer rating and a win against the Packers. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't special. It was, it was a lot of dump offs. It was a lot of short throws. There was only one throw that he completed that was 20 yards down the field. He, he, he hit, uh, Mike Williams, uh, one on one against Jair Alexander for a 40, 46 yard bomb down the, down the middle of the field. But other than that, it was every, everything was just underneath and he's getting rid of it so quickly. Um, and you would expect a lot of the same against Phillip Rivers on Sunday is, is just how quickly he gets through his plate diagnosis, through his progressions, and then gets rid of the football. It can really neutralize a pass rush. And so that, that's the challenge, uh, for this Packers defense. You would imagine they, they, they should have Kevin King back. Uh, he was a full participant in practice this, uh, yesterday, so that that's promising. If they can get Jair Alexander back as well, then suddenly you got your top two corners. You can cover the, the, the first two seconds of the play and give your pass rush some time to get home on Phillip Rivers. That's, that's going to be awfully important this week. What about uh, Alan Lazard? I know they got to get him off of the IR, and do you assume that's going to happen this week? Yes. Uh, well, he, he's yeah. He, he's he's been activated, so it's just a matter of whether. Or not oh, okay. I didn't even see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether he's going to be active for the 53 or not. It sure sounds like it's it's a good probability that he's going to be on the field. Same as Devontae Adams. The question is what kind of role? Um, because with both of those guys, uh, you know, it's for for different reasons. Al Lazard, he's coming off the surgery, so. It, it, are they going to want to put him back on the field for, for 60 snaps in his first game in, in almost two months coming off the surgery? Probably not. They're probably going to be more cautious than that and, and kind of ease him in. Devontae Adams, similar, you know, he's he's got that, that ankle injury that he's, he can play through. He didn't guarantee he'd be on the field this week, but uh, he said that, you know, it, it sort of made it seem likely. He said everything being done right now is with the idea that Devontae Adams can play. And you you look at what he did when he came back off the field against Jacksonville. He was able to jump off both legs and jump off that ankle for that touchdown where he took the elevator up and high point of the football. So he can do that. Mm-hmm. But for a receiver whose game it really relies on lateral cuts, I mean, he's very aggressive with his feet. Um, his release game is dependent on digging those cleats into the ground and, and making those lateral jump cuts off the line of scrimmage. 
uh, that ankle being tender is, is got, you got to think it's going to impact him in some way. So it'll be very interesting. Both those guys, uh, likely on the field, but what kind of role they'll they'll have uh, remains in question. The uh, the other question I had for you when you talk about uh, the wide receivers. Now, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the last couple of weeks, he gets involved early. He seems to play better. Is he starting to emerge to what uh, they thought he would be? You know, the last two weeks have been good for him. Um, the question going forward is whether or not he can iron it out and be consistent. And and that's that's what we don't know yet because the sample size is, is just too too small. If if he can use this as a springboard and and eliminate those bad drops that have really plagued his game when he's wide open on third down and, and the ball hits off his hands like a brick, if he can take that part of out, out of his game and just be this big play machine that we've seen, then that's that's huge for this offense because uh, you, every offense benefits when they've got that vertical threat in, in the passing game. And that's what Marquez Valdez-Scantling gives the Packers. He is a big play vertical threat down the field uh, that pairs quite nicely when he's on his game as he's been these last two weeks with Devontae Adams and everything that he does. Um, so it's it just it's about consistency with Marcos Valdez Scantling. It's going to be interesting now that he's had some success to see if he can continue that or if if he gets a little comfortable. And when you get comfortable, uh, that's that's when the the mistakes start to creep back into your game. So I think that's the real challenge for him going forward here. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews.com. Offensive line speaking, David Bakhtiari is back. Uh, but answer me this, is everybody healthy? Are they looking better as far as this? Uh, because you want to start peaking as the rest of the season goes on. You want to make sure that your offensive line is in sync and you don't have to keep replacing and shuffling guys around, even though they've done a masterful job of doing that. The run blocking last week was not great. So is this offensive line back to healthy? It's healthy. The question is whether or not they can block up that defensive front for the Colts, and that's that's going to be tough. You know, DeForest Buckner had had monster games last year against this Packers offensive line, um, and they've got to face him again just in a different uniform. Darius Leonard's one of the fastest, best linebackers in the game, um, and so he's he's going to be a challenge on the second level. Uh, they they've got their ideal starting five out there. You know, they've got David Bakhtiari back at left tackle now. They've got Billy Turner back at right guard, uh, or excuse me, right tackle. They, they, they've got their, their bookend tackles back in place. That's that's big for this offensive line. And on the interior, you know what Corey Lindsley can do and Elton Jenkins. It's just a matter of whether or not they can block up the, the speed that they'll see this week. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Hey, real quick before I let you go, um, as we uh, move forward with this contract, and uh, now that David Bakhtiari's talked about it, they've signed it, he he did make it sound like uh, the Packers legitimately have some flexibility there to do some things down the road. How optimistic are you that then they're not going to be able to focus on, say, Aaron Jones, or they're going to have additional money to spend in free agency come next year? Yeah, you know, I, I think that Russ Ball and Brian Gutekind can certainly have a plan. It's anyone's guess what that plan is, but I don't, I don't doubt that there's a plan there. If they can get Aaron Jones signed uh, before the end of the season, that would be huge to be able to put some of that contract on this year's cap. They're about $5 million under right now, and that rolls over to next year. But if you can prorate it and get that under this year's cap, that certainly would help in 2021. Um, and, and then it's just a question of you know how, how they make their valuations. Aaron Jones is the most dynamic of, of the group that's about to hit free agency, not at the most impactful position. Kevin King, he's a guy that might always have that medical, but how, how, how many times can you afford to start over at cornerback in, in this defense. It's been a decade now that they've just rummaged one guy through after another. Um, 
Kevin King is a guy that when he is healthy, and admittedly it is rare, when he is healthy, he's very productive at that corner spot. So I, I would imagine that there, there's some hope that they can retain him as well. It's going to be a numbers crunch, but there's no question that they've, they've got a lot of tough decisions to make. Well, hopefully he comes back as well, and uh, that quad injury, which is, has kept him out a lot longer than anybody, I think, anticipated. Hopefully he's back sooner rather than later, and we'll see. Uh, appreciate it as always, Ryan. Okay? All right. Take care. All right, Bob. Talk to you later. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Are you worried about this Packers offense, as he stated, against this very tough, very fast Colts defense? Is that the key matchup to this entire game coming up this weekend down at Lucas Oil Field? 855-830-8648. We want to hear from you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friend Sean and the gang at epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Dot com. They do it better than anybody. They do it in different colors, different finishes, polyurea coatings they do as well. I've had numerous people reach out. They've had their garages and their basements and rec rooms and such done, and they absolutely love it. You will too. And the best part is they warranty it for life. For Who does that? For life. Get a hold of Sean and the gang at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com and see for yourself. And the one thing about it, everybody wants to know what it costs. I was really surprised that it cost as cheaply as it did when I had my uh, my gym done. Everybody's going to be different, but when I well, I was thinking, you know, a couple thousand bucks and then not even close. So I'm telling you, it was uh, it was well, well, well worth the investment. Uh, let's do this. Stay tuned. But I want to know if the Packers' offense against this tough, cold, speedy defensive front that is the key matchup to this game this weekend, or you got something else. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. My friends ask where you are, I'm gonna say she went down in an Welcome back. Bill Michael's show continues on. The Green Bay Packers rank near the top of the league in numerous offensive categories. They are one of five teams to average at this point 30 plus points per game this season. Seattle number one at 32.2, and Seattle back on the air tonight trying to uh to uh stop the bleeding as they've lost a couple. And they uh, have been turnover prone between just the fumbles and Russell Wilson um, kind of giving up the lead when it comes to the MVP chase uh, because of the turnovers uh, and the fact that they've been getting beaten. Uh, they're trying to get back at it tonight. Kansas City at number two, 31.8 points per game. Green Bay, 30.8 points per game, followed by New Orleans and then Pittsburgh. In the meantime, uh, the Packers – are tied for first with 40-plus points per game. They've got two of them this season, tied with uh, Tampa Bay and Tennessee. So uh, the Packers offensively, if they can play well in this ballgame, they'll win this ballgame. But really, to me, the biggest 
and that's why I had mentioned this going into break, the, the, the biggest challenge, you can circle a lot of different things, okay? But the biggest challenge for the Packers in this contest is strictly going to be that offensive line. And, and, it, and it's going to be in the trenches. It's going to be in the trenches. That's where the Packers are going to win this game. As much as we want to talk about specialty positions and Devontae and we want to talk about Jair and the return of Kevin King and all, you know, all that stuff, as much as we want to get into all that stuff, the bottom line is can the Packers get any kind of pressure on Phillip Rivers? And you heard Ryan Wood there last year when they faced him when he was playing with the Chargers. He got rid of the ball real quick. Wasn't Didn't give the Packers time to get to him. So it negated that pass rush. Left areas open, and then from there, uh, he went ahead and just picked them apart. And can the Packers' offensive line, even they're, they're back, they're seemingly healthy, everybody's back at their regular position, can this Packers' offensive line keep this, this speed rush that they have from the Indianapolis Colts? Can they open up enough holes to make the run game legit? And be able to, uh, to, to to do a few things so it keeps the pass rush at bay? Or will DeForest Buckner and Justin Houston and company, Anthony Walker, Darius Leonard, all of those guys, will it be able to, will, will they then be able to keep them uh, off of Aaron Rodgers when he throws a football? And will Aaron Rodgers and the play calling, not so much just Aaron, but will, will him and Matt LaFleur be able to conjure up enough? in play action, misdirection, and such, that it keeps the defense uh, uh, guessing. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a shout, do so. If you want to hit me up over there on Twitter, you can do it, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com. That's Facebook.com slash the bill michael show and you can track us down over there as well but are you worried about this packers offense against a very tough colts defense is that the matchup or is there something else that you think you really the packers really need to win really need to pay attention to coming into the contest against the colts 855-830-8648 uh to the wendy's email inbox uh jason he writes, uh, by the way, Jason listening to us in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Jason writes, I think the biggest matchup is going to be Bakhtiari coming back and being able to protect the backside of Aaron Rodgers. But up the gut, they play extremely well. That A-gap needs to be filled between Corey Lindsley and the guards. They need to get the job done, not just David Bakhtiari. Um, and then he goes on to say, and if Aaron locks on Devontae the entire game, he's going to get killed. He needs to get rid of the ball quickly and negate their rush, just like they're going to do to the Green Bay Packers rush. Uh, that which goes back to what I was talking about. Does Is it the play calling? Is it misdirection? Is it keeping them guessing? A couple of naked rollouts, things like that, where you've got you know one-on-one downfield, Aaron Jones. Uh, you take a, a, even Marquez Valdez-Scantling in the slot. Uh, if Alan Lazard is back, you know, how do they utilize him? How do they bring him back into this? Then the tight ends. They've got the weaponry to be able to do many things. They just don't have the weaponry to be able to consistently stretch the field. Uh, unless, of course, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is consistently making plays. But you get him involved early. Maybe you go to Sternberger. You know, what, you know, you get work in Mercedes Lewis, move the chains, get a drive going, get into a rhythm. That's that in this upcoming game. If you watch that game last Thursday night, 
what Indianapolis did to Tennessee was uh, I was really surprised. Now it's Tannehill. Okay, Tannehill is not Aaron Rodgers and vice versa. But they stymied Derrick Henry. They said, you are going to have to throw the ball. You are going to have to beat us that way. And if you don't get rid of the ball in about two and a half seconds, we're all over you. We are going to be all over you. And that's exactly what they did. And that's a decent Tennessee line. It's not terrible. I mean, they they run block extremely well. Now, Derrick Henry, once he gets to the second level, he does the rest. But that's a pretty good defensive or, uh, offensive line they've got in Tennessee. And they mauled last week. They absolutely mauled Ryan Tannehill. So we'll see what happens this week. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. I mean, Tannehill last week, 15 of only 27, 147 yards and a touchdown. That was it. Derrick Henry, he got his 100 yards, and he did it in, in, in decent fashion, 19 carries and 103 yards, averaged a little over, but he didn't dent the end zone, didn't get into the end zone. Tennessee, man, 34-17. Now, they had a special teams uh, play as well, don't forget. Phillip Rivers, 29-39, 308 yards, a touchdown. Played okay. Didn't play too bad. Tannehill, though, in that contest, he was sacked once and harassed all night. And harassed all night. They ended up hurrying him. I counted seven or eight different occasions. Uh, Technically, it was five. But sometimes they don't always count, you know, all the time he has to get rid of the football because here comes the pressure in his face. But uh, they were all over him. And, by the way, uh, the the Colts were only 33% on third down. Or, excuse me, the Tennessee Titans were only 30% on third down. The Colts were 33, so they didn't move the ball extremely well. But but the Titans with Derrick Henry were only 3 of 10 for 30%. 855-830-8648. You tell me, are you worried about this contest? And let's take it to the opposite side of the spectrum. If the Packers get a win, okay? Now think about this. If the Packers get a win, what does that then say about the Green Bay Packers? Does it change your thought? For those that say, oh, it doesn't matter. They're a one and done in the postseason, or they're only going to go to an NFC Championship game and get beat again. Does this, if they get this win, in Indianapolis against a really good defensive front, probably number three, number four total in the National Football League, if they get a win against Indianapolis, does this change your thoughts about the Packers' ability to go deep into the playoffs and or get to a Super Bowl? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Scott and Cudahy, you'll be first out of the shoot. Hang in there. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. They've got those take, heat, and eat meals at Quick Trip right now. Stop in there just like mom would make. Stop in, grab one, bring it home, pop it in the microwave. You're going to sit down tonight. You're going to watch that Cardinals-Seahawks game anyway. Don't worry about cooking. Just sit there. Get ready to grub and get one of those quick take heat and eat meals from our friends over there at Quick Trip and use your quick rewards card when you do it. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We continue on. We are glad you are here. Reminder, coming up tonight, we have got the Bill Michaels Huddle 6-8 to eight tonight. Andy Herman and Ross Uglum, PackerReport.com are going to be on the panel this evening as we get you ready for the Packers and the Colts. 
coming up this Sunday down at Lucas Oil Stadium. Looking forward to that. So uh, if you if you can't get us in whatever area you're in, for whatever reason the affiliate there does not carry it, uh, make sure you find us at the radio.com app and then follow our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 1250 a.m. Or always uh, just simply go to BillMichaelsSports.com. Go to our website, BillMichaelsSports.com, and uh, click on the Listen Live link, and you can catch it there tonight. Follow me on Facebook as well. Go to Facebook.com slash Show. And I'm going to do some Facebook Live tonight. Do you watch more Facebook Live or, say, YouTube Live? Because we got a YouTube channel as well that I don't utilize nearly enough, and I probably should, but they keep telling me all these different platforms. Now you got MeWe and Parler are two more platforms people are going to, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But we'll, we'll, we'll go right now where we have the most followers and the most popular, so to speak. We'll do it from Facebook tonight. Uh, this Packers game coming up, the – Indianapolis Colts, the Indianapolis Colts are averaging an NFL low as far as yardage given up to opponents, 290.4 yards per game. They are playing right now defensively overall the best football. Like I said, they're probably one of the top two or three defenses in the league. If the Packers get a win, does that then, for those that are the naysayers, and the figure, and where are you at, by the way? Because you always have something to say in negative and smart-ass over on Twitter. So now I'm giving you the opportunity. If they win this game, does that then change your mind about this Packers team's ability to win on any given Sunday? Therefore, it gives you more hope for this team efforting towards uh, at least an appearance in a Super Bowl. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Scott listening to us in Cudahy. Scott, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, real good, Bill. Hey, before we start, I just want to say I'm not really computer savvy, but I went on the computer, I was at the laptop, and I was able to uh, navigate through the system, and I made my donation. I, I, oh, I feel awesome. bad because I'm going to miss you, man. I always see you at the toy drive at the yeah. Plains Farmer Fleet. So I went ahead, and I made a donation. I made $75 towards Wisconsin, you know, the, the children's That's farm. awesome, yeah. The toy drive, and I said... I I wish you you wish you and your family the best and I you know hopefully next year things will be back to normal somewhat we'll, we'll right. see what happens hopefully it gets the vacant. Um getting to the Packers you know overall it's kind of hard for me to watch the games because now I'm working strictly third shift uh, working 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. so I have to get up early. Well, it's a late game. It's a late game on Sunday, but I'm also dealing with because uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. I got a, the WWE thing, but, <laughs> but I'll, I'll just kind of I'll just kind of navigate both. I mean, I'll watch most of the Packer game, and then probably the end of it, I'll watch it in the game um, on the on the on the phone. But I would say they need to have all aspects. Everyone needs to be on board. Um, they can't complain about the weather. No. I think like the problem they're having is no matter who it is, they need to stop the run. That that is my key factor. Um, they need to keep um, Rogers upright, and they need to stop the run. And I said it just seems that sometimes they're up for the games, and sometimes they're not. Yeah. Um, you know, we're having Lazaric back. That's going to help. But uh, I, you know, it, it just seems to be the and also watch out for special teams. You know, I, I just got a feeling someone's going to try some trick play that we're not going to be ready for. So mm-hmm. you know, you got to be you got to be ready in all aspects. But I think, and I think they need all their aspects of the game. This is a big game. People might blow it off a little bit, but I think it's a big game. And I said, it, it's you know, a big game. You're right. It's a big game in the sense of you're proving ground. 
I, I, I completely right. agree with you there. And, and, you know, it's a big game. And, you know, Chicago, <laughs> listening to, I listen to the games, you know, when I'm riding around in the truck, you know, doing my security tours. And, you know, that, that game against Chicago, you know, with Chicago, Minnesota was, was an absolute joke. I couldn't believe it. But, you mm-hmm. know, Chicago was struggling. People lost, talking to the talking heads, they say, watch out, Minnesota. They're on their way back. Don't count them out. But still, you got to watch out for everyone. I says, you, know, you know, you know, I hate to see, you know, that the, the, the you know, Chicago getting the injuries and stuff. But you got to watch out for Minnesota. But overall, Bill, they need a, they need a complete uh, game, including their kicking game. Everyone has yeah. to be on track. They cannot complain about the weather because it's an indoor stadium. Nope, you can't complain. I appreciate the phone call. Terrific take. Uh, you can't complain about the weather. As if, if anything, this might bode well for the Green Bay Packers. They tend to like to play on turf and seem to feel faster, speedier. They seem to get into a, a quote, rhythm, whatever you happen to to want to, you know, adjectives or descriptions you want to throw behind it. Uh, they seem to play better in domes. They appreciate the aerial attack in a dome. Um, but, again, if you're going mono and mono up front in the trenches, that's been an area of concern when it comes to the trenches in general on both sides of the football for the Green Bay Packers. Now, their 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 offensive line, the Packers' offensive line, short of the Tampa Bay game, has played admirably this year. Aaron Rodgers is one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the league. But when you talk about the ability to open up the run game, while the run game has been okay and been better than average, uh, last week was not great. Tampa Bay is a hitting defense. They like to hit, and they took it to them. So, I, look, I, I, I completely and, and fully understand where some of you are coming from when it comes to uh, when, when it comes to uh, you know the Green Bay Packers playing better up front and protecting Aaron Rodgers. But you got to be able to run the football as well. And, and Aaron Jones is obviously very, very good at creating his own, but he's got to have at least a little room to run. And Jacksonville didn't give him or Jamal Williams room to run. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight again. Eight five five eight three zero eight six. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 855-830-8648. When you look at the pro football focus rankings overall, defensively speaking, Indianapolis comes in at number six. Pittsburgh at number one. Pittsburgh gets it done in damn near every category. Then Tampa Bay. Denver's defense is surprisingly good. Their offense completely sucks. And then that Rams defense is just stellar. We saw that. Last week against uh, against uh, Seattle, and then the Bears defense. Bears defense is very very good too. They harassed Kirk Cousins all day. I mean, it was just uh, by happenstance that Minnesota ended up winning that ball game, and the fact that the Bears offense completely is embarrassingly and sucks. And then it's Indianapolis, followed by New Orleans, Washington, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Where do the Packers rank in all of this? 18th overall right now via Pro Football Focus. 18th. Overall, hopefully that secondary is healthy. That'll benefit the guys up front and vice versa. So you're really, really, really relying on the Packers' offensive line and the defensive front of the Packers. This is a trenches game, big time. This is a trenches game. Uh, Dave from Winnicott. Dave, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm a you bet. fierce Packers fan, uh, but I'm also uh, a little bit of a naysayer right now. I feel like they're a little bit of pretenders. And win or lose isn't really going to change my mind. Uh, it depends on the defense. The defense has got to show us something. I mean, we know they're horrible, uh, and it feels like they rely way too much on the offense to bail them out. And if the defense doesn't prove that they can make some stops, have some energy, not get beat in the backfield, 
not miss tackles, man, I, I think they're one and done. The defense has got to show us something to convince me. The defense didn't play bad against Jacksonville. They, they, people are all over that defense to give them a lot of heat, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do, and they got the last two stops of the game. But I agree with you. This is the game. This is the proving ground game where they're going to come up against a decent offense, a quick-release quarterback, uh, even though that's what uh, Drew Brees did to them down there against uh, the Saints earlier this year. But they're going to come up a quick-release quarterback if they can sustain. and Because let me say this. I appreciate the phone call, David. This team is built for the offense to win them games. This is not built as a smack-you-in-the-mouth punishing defense. That's not what this team is, okay? This is not going to be defense wins you championships. What's going to win you a championship is if the defense does enough to either give the ball back to or take the ball away from the opponent and give the ball back to the offense, and then the offense scores consistently. That's the way you're going to win games. It's not built to say, okay, if it becomes a, a field position battle where the defense is going to go out and just whoop some ass. It isn't going to happen. That's not this defense. That's not what they do. They don't have enough beef up front to be able to actually do that. So you're right. But, again, I go back to if the offense is healthy, they're able to keep that, that good defensive front of Indianapolis, which has speed away from Aaron Rodgers, open up a few holes for Aaron Jones, you get some guys back and healthy, Work them into the mix. Get that as they've talked about it all season long. Get that rhythm. Get that flow going. I don't see a reason why they couldn't go down there and win. This is the game, though. And David brings it up where he's kind of cool on this team. This is the game, though, where if they win this game in that fashion, does it then change your mind about how good or how far the Green Bay Packers can go? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Again, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Still want to hear from you. Again, 855-830-8648. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Schulze Family Farms Beef. Now, in case you did not know, the cold weather, the holidays, they're here. They're upon us. We know that. And Schulze Family Beef, they've got everything you need. Their family farm in Humbird, Wisconsin, has been providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us in the Midwest for three generations. And with COVID cases on the rise, shopping online is a great way to cut down on trips to the grocery store, right? Especially when you set up a convenient uh, monthly subscription. Choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts. And you can even get a curated gift box or you can create your own custom order and your beef's going to be packed in dry ice and arrive on your doorstep in just a couple of days. And they have it all. The delicious meats you need right now for those cold weather stews, chilies, and soups as well. So check out their Facebook page for great recipe ideas. And new for the holidays, they have tomahawk ribeyes. Perfect for COVID-friendly small gatherings, as they put it. Order them uh, quick, though. They're, they don't last very long. For a no-brainer, if you're looking for some Instapot dinners, they have that as well. Check out their website. And what meat lover wouldn't want a gift box or a gift certificate from Schulze Family Farms Beef, right? Happy holidays and enjoy yourself from Schulze Family Beef on the web. at Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Do you think this game is a telltale sign as to how far the Green Bay Packers can go in the postseason? That is next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a Green 
and Gold Update, brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers preparing to face the Colts Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium in downtown Indianapolis. Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams dealing with a sore ankle suffered against the Jaguars. Like I said, we're doing all the things right right now to make, make sure I'm uh, as pain-free and not limited uh, come Sunday, and that's where we are. Through the draft and free agency, the Colts have developed the number one ranked defense in the NFL right now, and Matt LaFleur says it shows on the tape. I wouldn't say they're overly complicated in terms of what they're going to do, specifically in the back end, but what they do, they do it so damn well. I mean, there's a reason they're the number one defense in the National Football League. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. If the Packers get a win, does it change your mind about this team possibly being just a one-and-done when it comes to getting deep into the postseason? Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. Make sure you give our friends at New Mail a shout, 414-455-4451. This time of year... It's tough. Uh, you know, you're going to start hitting the holidays and the cookies and the cakes and the pies and all that kind of stuff. Now, you're not in the office, most likely. Chances are you're probably doing a lot of this from home and you're bored of meeting. Uh, and if you're like me, you know, I'm trying to stay away from the fridge as much as I can. I don't even go to the grocery store and buy stuff anymore that would be fattening, so to speak. Uh, I go to Robert's. I go to the grocery store and get lunch meats and stuff. I think the dogs eat better than I do, to be perfectly honest with you. But if you're putting on pounds and you have not been able to uh, stay away from all the snacks and the treats and the chips and stuff, call my friends at New Mail Medical. They can really, that seriously, they can jumpstart a brand new you. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. And see for yourself because they're just good people over there. And uh, whether it's uh, some of the, uh, you know, the fun rooms like the bedroom and you're having problems there or maybe you're just lethargic and you've got, you know, low energy, low mood, stuff like that, give them a shout. They can help you out. Seriously. 414-455-4451. Email here from Stewie who writes, the Packers win this game. I will not be shocked, but it will make me smile a little bit larger when I talk to my friends about this team's ability to win a Super Bowl. I think they're the best team in the NFC right now, not by far, but by a little I think they've got the best offense and a defense that can at least help out Aaron Rodgers, maybe not go out and win you a ball game. You win this game down there, that is big. And appreciate it. He also says, uh, what are you, I uh, saw you out of Johnson Creek. I was out of Johnson Creek, yeah. Good to see you too. Appreciate it. Uh, oh, he's also going to be making a donation to the toy drive. I can't uh, sp- stress that enough. Uh, the toy drive is going on right now, and we're doing it virtually. We need you. Uh, again, we need you to help us out. Help us help the kids of Children's Wisconsin. And it's not just the holidays. This is something that goes all year round for them. But it certainly makes a difference uh, this time of year when you've got the giving heart, so to speak. And if you, I know a lot of people are out of work. So we don't think we're going to break records this year. Boy, we would love to. But with a lot of people out of work, we're just hoping you can give anything. You know, anything to the kids. And all you got to do is go to uh, 1250amthefan.com. That's 1250amthefan.com. And uh, click on the link when you get there that says the uh, 14th Annual Toy Drive. 
and there's a donation button. And you can read all the details and such right then and there. And I'll tell you this, uh, for those of you listening to us on the network, on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, all throughout Wisconsin, into Illinois, listening to us over in Iowa, in Minneapolis, over in Michigan, all over in the UP, you are the ones that put us over the top last year. Milwaukee does a tremendous, tremendous job because we're right here. We're up close and personal. But you're the ones that went online last year and really put us over the top in money. So I, we can't even come close to doing what we need to do without you. So th- don't think to any of you that are listening to us on the network that you don't matter. We hope that you never have to come to Milwaukee, and we hope that you never have to bring a child to the hospital in Milwaukee. But it's damn nice to know that there's a lot of people like you out there in case you do. So if you can help us out, go to 1250amthefan.com. Click on the link for the 14th Annual Fan Toy Drive, and you can make a donation of any size, uh, you know, monetary donation right then and there, right on the website. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. And then will it be the return of Alan Lazard? And also start getting me your fantasy football questions. Hit us up uh, on Twitter at hashtag AskKate. Hashtag AskKate. Kate Majuk, fantasy football expert for BallBlastFootball.com and RotoWorld.com. She's coming up at the bottom of the next hour. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 